Did you know how you live your life today is how you live your future? This is a very, very important concept. And when you and I can understand how important it is what we do today for tomorrow and for the rest of our lives, you and I will understand how important time management is. Because when you manage your time and you do diligently and on time what you're supposed to do, you will not lose time, but you will actually gain time. And the way that you do this is to remove limitations by staying focused. This is the topic that we're talking about today in this show. So I encourage you to stay tuned until after the intro and let's dig into this awesome topic. Welcome to the Rise and Shine show where we help you to become the leader you were born to be. This show is proudly brought to you by Sunshine Harvest and now let's move on to today's show. Welcome to today's show. I'm so grateful to be here. It's so happy to have you with us and Judy is with me again today. Judy, you know it's always a pleasure to have you. Welcome. Thank you very much, Johnny. It's a pleasure to be back. Yeah, so this is cool. And you know, um, I think one of the, the things why I'm so really excited also today is because we are going to talk and deal a lot on time management today. And my question to you is, and that's also the, the, the title of today's show is, are you losing time or are you gaining time? Because when you remove limitations and things that keep you back, then you will know that you need to stay focused. In other words, to remove limitations, you have to stay focused. And Judy has also got a lot of input um, in this subject, and we've been talking about this quite a bit this morning, uh, long before the show, and that's why we just knew we, we had to bring this to you, submit it to you as well, so that you can also take part in this and so that you can take this, apply it, and so that you can see the results in your own life as well. I was just laughing with Yanni and saying some people are born with a watch on their hand, (laughs) on their wrist, and some people have to learn to use the watch, and some people don't want the watch. So (laughs) probably you will fit somewhere in those categories. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm one of those who was born with the watch. Yeah. When Yanni tells me, uh, we'll do it soon, I says, okay, but give me a time. How soon is soon? Yeah, and Judy, I mean, what she's saying is so true. She is very punctual. She's very precise. And I've learned a lot from Judy. So I know you will learn a lot from her as well. Sometimes she comes across like a... Like a sergeant, um, a drill sergeant, like a, a sister would, uh, would say. But time is time. Let me just tell you this quick little story. At one stage, Judy's sister asked us to help her to move <laughs> from, from one house to the next. And when we got there the morning when they had to move, nothing was ready. Nothing was packed. And we looked at this and we could get upset about it or we could run away. And we just decided, well, you know, let's just dig in and let's just go. And I think it was about two or three hours later, there was so much stuff done. Things were put in boxes and and, uh, moved moved and separated and organized and everything. And Judy's sister, she, she came and she said, my goodness, Judy, 
Look what you've done. You're like this drill sergeant. Everything just um, goes. You just snap and you just snap your fingers and you just command the people and they just run and they just do. And uh, we, it was a big laugh, but it's really, Judy is very punctual and she's very precise. And um, that's, that's a very good thing. I sometimes have to hold her back a little bit, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or I make you run a bit, too. <laughs> yeah, so no, we, we're a very good team. Yeah, Judy, you're a blessing. So, uh, and Judy is, is really, uh, if I can call it that, an authority on time and on time management. But like each one of us, you know, we haven't made it. You haven't made it, Judy. You've taken off and there's a lot of stuff, but we've always got something that we have to add and something that we have to learn and that we, that we need to do because we always have a part to play. You always have a part to play in everything that you do. I think you should say that quote next. Yeah, that's what I was going to do. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you know, we heard some time ago, someone um, gave Judy this thing. And it is so, it's so true because what it says is how you live today is how you live your future. Listen to it again. How you live today is how you live your future. And there's so much truth wrapped into this little quote. And I want you to expand a little bit on that, Judy, please. Ah, sure. And this is one of the, my best favorite topic, the best of the best of the best, next to vision. Because I think if we understand, we step back and we understand how do we develop habits and what do habits do in our future, it'll help us to understand what we need to do in the present. And like I always explain to everyone and to, in the previous podcast, I've always explained that we don't we don't recognize how much control our mind has over our action so if we look at it in reverse habits are built into our minds because of what we are doing every day so if we break a rule today and tomorrow and next week we're actually putting a groove or a habit into our mind and then the next time we need to do something, our mind will say, oh, but it's okay, um, I can do it later. Or it's okay, next week is fine. And then the habit forms and we take this habit into our future. Now, unfortunately, it doesn't stop there. Unfortunately, this habit grows and becomes bigger and it takes on many forms. So where you might just tell your wife, okay, later we'll do this. Maybe next time you do it to a friend or the next time you do it to a project or you next time you do it to your sleep and so on because it takes on different forms. It almost becomes like a chameleon which penetrates your life in different ways. So we need to recognize what we do today. We must change the habit because we're going to change our mindset. And that's when we, when we recognize it's the mind, then we will pay attention to what we're doing today. You know, that's very important that we understand this concept. Now, I'm going to try to paint a little picture here uh, for you because 
as you know, we, we uh, speak in pictures and we listen in pictures. So when I speak to you now, you see pictures. And if you see the right picture, then it's going to be so much easier for you to understand also what Judy is saying. And let me paint this picture to you this way. Your thoughts, like Judy said, are so important. And everything starts with a thought. And thoughts produce words. And words produce actions. And these actions that we take, those produce results or consequences. In other words, everything starts with a thought. If there's something that negative that uh, is that comes up in your thoughts, stop that, block that and push it out. But when something positive comes, take it and work with that. And that will bring forth emotions in you. And those emotions will then uh, cause you to speak something. And that'll cause you to do something. And that's going to have consequences. But on the other hand, even if you uh, block something and you don't want to do something, that's also going to have consequences. Let's take, for example, a bus is coming from... from uh, down the road and you warn someone don't step in front of that bus there's a reason why you do that because if that person steps in front of that bus if they haven't seen the bus they're going to get hurt and you want to prevent that and this is exactly why we share this principle with you but on the other hand if you block something and you uh, this person decides not to tell this person that's next to them about the bus uh, that's coming then you or I that refrains from telling this person is actually responsible for that. In other words, if I know I have to do something, if I know I have to go and uh, brush my teeth and I don't do it, that becomes a habit. And you may laugh at this, but it's really the truth because it starts with you as a person and it starts with you yourself. May I use the example that um, I learned with putting away my clothes? I think it will work. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not that I was a very messy person, but I sometimes would leave some of my clothes lying around on a chair or just on the bed or somewhere in the bedroom. And then I heard this um, uh, one man, very wealthy businessman, and he shared this experience that he... Um, had in his own life. He said he would just dump his pajamas and everything just in the room and he would go off to, to the office. And one day he realized when he came back home, his wife also had to go out. Because in the after, normally in the afternoons when he gets home, everything was sorted out. Everything was nice and neat. But this one day he came into the house and he saw all these things and he thought, oh my goodness. Is this what my space looks like? And you know what he did? He went, tidied everything up and he sat right there in the bedroom waiting for his wife to come home. And when she arrived home, he said, my dear, I need to talk to you. And she thought something is wrong. And he said, no, there's nothing wrong. But I want to ask you forgiveness for uh, being my slave all this time. I treated you like a slave. I was a... Uh, 
a total mess and I always left my clothes around and you always had to clean up. I promise you from today I will never do it again. And this went well for about a week or so and then one day he was on his way to the office and all of a sudden he remembered, oh my goodness, I did not put my clothes away. He arrived at the office, he told his uh, personal assistant, he said, cancel all my appointments for the day. He got back in his car, he drove back home. His wife was very surprised to see him. And she said, what, what's wrong? Why are you here? He said, no, I did not pick up my clothes. And I ask you for forgiveness for that. And she said, but you could have just called me. He said, no, but for myself, in my own mind, when I... Uh, show my mind that I'm not serious, even this once, then the next time my mind might say, okay, let's just leave out some of these things. So we have to be consistent in everything we do so that we can form good habits. And the reason we titled this, what did you title it again? The reason we titled this is, are you leaking time or are you gaining time? Because those things that you don't fix right from the front is a leak. It's like a tap, it leaks. So other examples of leaking time is when you waste time going through emails two or three times a day. Or you're texting two or three times or five times or 20 times a day. Or you pick up calls that's not important. These things cause you to leak your time because you don't realize, but it might only be 10 minutes on a text, but at the end of the day, text and phone calls and emails, it adds up. It, it'll add up to at least two hours of time that's been gone. At the end of the week, that's 10 hours. That's over a day of time. Okay, now put the time aside. Why is that not good? Explain that. Yeah, us. because now going back to the example about your mind, our mind does not like to be broken up. Our mind functions best yes. with, with the continuity, with focus, with, yes. and staying clear. Every time we disrupt our pattern for following through something, we stop and start and we stop and start. Every time we do that, we're sabotaging our own thinking because now we have to kind of get back into that space and try to remember, okay, what did I do? Where did I leave off? What should I be going on? You're wasting energy and energy is important to doing something, finishing it off, starting and finishing. You see, that's why in when you're studying for exams or something, you put three hours aside and you just go through your book every day until you're finished because every time you interrupt your mind, you disrupt your energy, which sabotages the whole project. You see, I, I didn't finish the story about the clothes and the habit there. <laughs> no, but I did it with a purpose okay. so that I can pick it up now because now I want to refer back to that. That's what I learned and heard from this businessman. I immediately applied it in my own life. And yes, Judy, there are very few, if ever, times when I leave my stuff lying around. It's very, very few. And this has been a few years. This has been years that it's been like that. Other areas of my life, I'm not so precise, I'm not so diligent, but I, I am a precise person. But the reason why I'm painting this picture to you and I'm telling you this story is just to illustrate to you. If you start with something, 
you can make it a habit. Now I know I don't leave my stuff lying around because I don't like uh, stuff lying around anyhow. But I have been consistent in that. And if I take out my clothes or I need to put, a, put away my clothes and the stuff that has to go into the laundry basket, I put it there right away. I don't leave it lying around on the bed or on the, on the floor or anywhere. And uh, that is an example of my own life, how that works. Like I said, there are other areas in my life that I'm not so, so organized and so precise. But I'm working on those things because it's important. If I allow my, my, that pattern and that habit to be broken, then I open myself to other to things. Yeah, because you see, if you, if you are breaking your own mind patterns, you're going to break your own discipline because the yeah. two of them are parallel. Mm -hmm. Because if your pattern is broken, your discipline is broken, your life is broken, your mind is cluttered, your mind is confused, you have no direction, you have no focus. So it's an escalating thing. It, it, that's what I said. A habit, good or bad, you can go either way. You can go because if your pattern is broken, your focus is broken, there's no clarity, and then you're losing time. Then you're mm -hmm. trying to catch up mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. You see, once you have a project to do, let's just talk about some of your emails or your email campaigns. You decide what you're going to do, what you want to write. You, you think about it, you strategize in it, you process it, then you, you schedule it. Mm -hmm. You follow your process. Make sure you have a process in place. You follow your process before you go out and you put the emails on. Mm -hmm. Because you don't want the email address in there and then you say, oh, but what am I going to say now? Or what am I going to write now? It's a waste. Because now you're trying to fill in the blank yeah. where you should have done this before. Because if you did the process of thinking it through then you would have been sitting at your email and just copy and paste, copy and paste, because it would have been done. So that's what happens when your mind is pattern is broken up. You don't do things strategically. And you know, you can say now, yeah, but Judy, uh, I, I don't operate like that. I'm a creative kind of person. I just, I'm spontaneous. I do things on the spur of the moment. You know what? You're still wasting time. Because if you don't strategize and if you don't plan, you are wasting time. You are losing time and that's not what you want to do. You actually want to gain time. And you can say, yes, but how can we gain time? Because time is a constant. What we mean by gaining time is really what you do now. Is it effective? Is mm -hmm. it efficient? So that you don't have to go back, back to and that. fix it. We were talking about it mm -hmm. this morning. Apparently among the Japanese people, They've got this attitude or this work ethic where they say in the West, they always have time to do something again, but they never have time to do it right the first time. And just think, think of yourself or think of people around you. There's always time to redo stuff, but people never have time to do something properly. And that's a big, big, big limitation in many people's hearts and people's minds. And even this weekend, we saw it in several instances. People built homes and they didn't do proper planning. And I, I'm, I can't tell you the misery that these people had to endure. Some of the things they had to redo totally. It and cost, cost. It cost them lots of money. More. So, more. And so look at all the things that we're talking about here. 
uh, let's go back to the quote. How you live today is how you live your future. So these people didn't plan how they want to do it and what they want to do specifically building these homes. And it ended up in so many tragedies, if I really can call it that, because that's really what it's, it's a tragedy to see all that, that stuff that had to be broken down. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of money. It's a waste of energy. They get agitated and, and eventually it's just relationships gets broken up and, and it's, it's got such an effect. And it's so important to plan and to plan thoroughly. Rather spend a little bit more time planning, like they say. Take lots of time sharpening your axe before you're going to try to cut down that tree. And then it's going to come down easy. Judy. Oh, okay. Um, that's a good illustration because what I want to say now is that the, that, um, the reason people don't spend time to plan is because they're in a rush to produce. And... It's the pr rush to produce that's causing the problem. Yeah. And the problem, again, I always go back to the mind because that's where the problem starts. The problem is that we have been taught and we train ourselves just to lump everything together. So in our mind, all we do is lump things together and we work to get it done. Our mind is not set to dissect the information or to dissect how and strategize. We are not taught to think that way. We're not taught how to break down the process and to count the cost of doing things mm -hmm. the right ahead way. Ahead of time. Ahead, ahead of, time, of time, time, doing it the right way. So it's a good habit to dissect things, to separate your thinking. Because I find with Yanni, he sits at the computer the whole day without getting up and all of the breaks necessary on one project. But you know, if you take time out and you dissect, you go do something and you allow your brain to rework things, you dissect what you're doing, you think about and you ponder what you're doing, and you may realize you're on the wrong track. So if you're thinking, okay, th something's not working out, just get up and leave it alone. Can I use a specific example here? Mm-hmm. We recently had, a, had an issue with one of our, of our websites. And because at this time I'm doing uh, most of the work on the websites, I've done the setup and everything, and I manage these, these sites as well. And there was a problem. And it was something that just occurred that, uh, and I didn't realize why. And then after about two days of really digging in, uh, researching and and even at the same time, I got in, um, in contact with the developers of the product. And even only then did I find out that it was from a certain version of the software that I was using that this problem occurred because they changed something on the inside. And even they didn't tell me that. But I, I and the one morning I just, uh, when I got up, I just, I just prayed a prayer and I said, Lord, please help me to sort this thing out today. And you know what? I was, I was specific to the day. And just before we went to bed that night, I think it was around eight, nine o'clock that night, the site was up. I was so glad about it. And then there was something else went wrong uh, with one of the other sites, which is related to this. And I, I didn't really know why this happened either. And that morning, at, I think it was two days after, 
that morning I just woke up and I just felt in my heart, you know what, I'm giving myself until nine o'clock and then it must be fixed. It didn't get fixed at nine o'clock, but it got fixed at about 9.30. And there's a reason why I'm telling you this. I set the time limit for me the first time I said by the end of the day and by the end of the day that problem was solved. So it's almost what I call and what I set what you out there, your mind on. what I fixed my mind on, my, my mind worked within those constraints. Right, right. And when I, when I, I just felt I, and, and said, nine o'clock is the limit. Although it was not nine o'clock, although it was in half an hour or 45 minutes later, I didn't feel condemned about it because it was still a miracle to me that I found the problem because it was, it was something so simple. It was just a redirect and on the website, and I got it fixed. But I was so uh, encouraged by that, and that I shared that with Judy, and then I realized, and that's why we're sharing this with you. And remember, you've got a part to play in this. So you have to understand the benefits of time management. It's okay, you, Judy and I can tell you all these stories, but what really are the benefits of time management, Judy? Just take that and just wrap that well the benefits is that you'll be strategic you'll have more precision you'll have more clarity you'll gain more time you'll um you'll remove obstructions and distractions but i want to share this one thing is that um at the end of the day, you have to be accountable for your time. So this is what I suggest. This is like an exercise for you now. And I've done this in my own diary, is to take your diary and draw some columns and make a square or a, um, a chart. And then you, tie, you say, okay, this is what I have to do for my business, my personal, for my spiritual growth, for my self-development growth, for my accountability, and for my future. So you make four columns. And then you put down in, at the start of the day what you intend to do that day. And then at the end of the day, when you finish working, then you go to the accountability and said, okay, this is what I did. And you put a check and you said, okay, this is what I did. And then in your future, you put what you didn't do and you transfer it over to your next day. But it's important that you be accountable for your time because if you're not accountable, you're going to have a long list of things on Friday that you didn't get done. But what does it mean to be accountable? Accountable means you have to assess what you did and what you didn't do or whether you didn't put any time limits to your projects or whether you uh, have unfinished thoughts even. Okay, but I want to I want um, even um, broad, narrow it down and I'm going to use the, the, the word measurement. At the end of the day, you have to measure what you've done. Yes. But not yes. compared to Yanni, not compared to your friend no, Susie. No, to your own project. To what you yes. have set, set out. out to do. Measure and look at what you were supposed to do and whether you did what you were supposed to do. And don't feel guilty if you did not accomplish everything that you, that you wanted or that you set out in the morning because you could have uh, set out uh, too big of a lump for you to do. So don't feel guilty about it, but you will learn that you can stretch mm. yourself a little bit or here you have to draw it in a little bit because this is too much. You cannot really do that. But it's important that every single day at the end of the day, you have to measure what you've done according to what you've written down, not um, compare yourself 
to someone else. Yeah, because you know, if you if you think in your mind you have time, you'll stretch it out. Yes. If you think, okay, I only have 48 hours, you'll work within it. And then when your mind will decide for you how much you can get done and what's the most important thing, because we're training our mind to get away from the distractions. So our mind will focus in on the importance. And you see, if you do not focus on the important things, which helps everything you, then can fit in. Yeah, which helps you to actually gain time. If you don't do that, you become complacent. You think, oh, I've got enough time. You know how it is. Oh, I've got enough time. Uh, I can do it tomorrow. How many people said, oh, I can do it tomorrow. And you know what? Tomorrow comes and that yep. stuff never gets done. And then it's the end of and the I'm month. And I'm going to, to wrap this up and to end, this, to, to end the show today, I just want to share another little testimony or share a, a story with you. This morning at approximately um, 12.30, I woke up and uh, I had to go to the, to the washroom. And when I came back, I was lying in bed and I thought, oh, I'm just going to fall back to sleep again. But you know, then I started thinking and I, first of all, I wanted just to uh, block all these thoughts and then, but then the thoughts that came, I felt, but you know what, maybe I should give heed to this, to these thoughts. And these were things that I neglected to do last week. I forgot about them. I did have them in my, in my uh, day planner, but I didn't do it and I didn't bring it forward. And those things bothered me to the point that I woke up in the middle of the night because I don't like waking up in the middle of the night because I, I wake up normally very early in the mornings, but then it, it messes up my day. But then I realized I am not focused and I was, I was reprimanded because I'm not focused because when I'm not completing the things that I'm supposed to do, I limit my myself and I limit God in whatever he can and wants to do in my life. And that is a major thing that so many of us encounter in our lives. And it shouldn't be like that. That's very powerful. Because it goes back to what we said. The way you live today is how you live your future. What you, t what you put in your brain is how you, you'll function. Yeah. And that's it could be a sergeant drill over and over and yeah. over. We all need to be reminded until the pattern is established. Yeah, and you see, that's why you and I have to be diligent. We have to be consistent in everything we do. And the last thought that I'm going to leave with you is um, what I also heard someone saying recently. He said, the day of tomorrow is perfect because you and I have not touched it yet. So everything of tomorrow, there's nothing wrong. So everything that you plan for tomorrow, everything is perfect until we get there. And then you and I have to make changes and direction changes so that we can actually do what we're supposed to do so that we can be effective in the, how we manage our time because it's going to affect you. It's going to affect the people around you. It's going to affect your future. It's going to affect tomorrow because whatever you do today and how you live today is how you live your future. Mm. Thank you, Yanni. That was great. Thank you, Julia. Yeah, it was great. I really trust that you found something worthwhile in, in, this, uh, in this show because 
we really just felt we have to share this with you and I, I, I know it's very important in each one of our lives that we know what we're supposed to do so that we can stay on target with what we've been born for. Yeah, we cannot go. We cannot reach our destiny haphazardly. No, you cannot live life that way and hope for a better future. Absolutely, that is great. Thank you, Judy. <laughs> Thank you so much for you that's listening. Please go ahead and share this message with a family member and a friend. And we're looking forward to chatting with you in the next show. Have an awesome day. Thank you, Yanni, and thank you for listening. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise and Shine show today. Please hit that subscribe button and share the show with your friends and family. And if you have been stirred in your heart to get involved, visit my website at sunshineharvest.com to help me spread the good news. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next show. Mm-hmm.